Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday, we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story that Morgan Bartlett first shared on the podcast in May of 2012. Here's Morgan now with a story we call Nude Descending a Staircase. Um, I moved to New York about seven years ago um, and uh, I couldn't believe how fabulous it was here and when I moved here I fell in with uh, a bunch of people who liked to uh, party as much as I did. I developed a mild to moderate cocaine habit I would say <laughs> during that time, uh, drank an awful lot, was having a great time and uh, the only problem, uh, well, <laughs> well the only problem as far as I could see it with this lifestyle was I was having trouble finding a, a boyfriend. And um, I remember being in the toilets of a club on the Lower East Side with a friend of mine doing lines off of a filthy toilet, chopping up these lines of cocaine, snorting them and being like, yeah, I mean, I just can't, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble finding a man. And her being like, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine either. You're so cool and you're so awesome. We were like, yeah, we're great. We're awesome. That was pretty much the lay of the land when the story begins. Before this, I had also, um, I'd broken my ankle a few uh, weeks beforehand. So I had an ankle in a cast and I was hobbling up First Avenue to go to this pub to meet these friends of mine. And so I got there and uh, walked in and uh, they were sitting with this gorgeous um, Nigerian doctor. So I did my best to sort of sashay in sexily <laughs> with the, on crutches with a cast, which isn't easy to do. But apparently I managed to do it because we got on like a house on fire. Um, 
one thing led to another and he came back to my house. And uh, it turned out that he was leaving in um, a month to move to LA. So he was packing up all his stuff and leaving. But it was great. It really meant that we could have this really lighthearted fling and there was sort of no uh, immediate consequences. The month, you know, came to an end. And so I had invited um, him to come to a show that I was going to. And to my surprise, he turned up and I was so thrilled. It was like two days before he was going to leave. And I bought him champagne to wish him well on his trip. And we were having this great time. And then I went uh, back to his place and I hadn't actually stayed at his place before. He'd always come to stay at my place. So um, we weren't really paying attention we were both a little bit drunk and we were making out in the elevator and making out in the hallway and we got into his place and I remember kind of saying hi to his roommates and then going to bed and uh just before I fell asleep um I remember really just thinking I really really need to go to I really need to pee I really need to go to the bathroom but I just um I couldn't I can't be bothered to get up I was exhausted and then I fell asleep and I had this dream that I was trying to get to the bathroom and I was going through all of these hallways and pushing all these really big metal doors and I couldn't get through and I felt really trapped and I was really, really frustrated. And then I woke up. And I was pushing and shoving a big metal door. And I looked around me and I had no idea where I was there was I was in a stairwell and I was completely naked and I had absolutely no idea how I got there and waking up from sleepwalking it, it takes a few seconds but what feels like a much longer time I think for your consciousness to fully realize that you're not dreaming anymore and your logical mind is trying to wrap itself around what's happening and I was just stood there naked in this stairwell just 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 my mind was melting basically <laughs> So the first thing I did when I sort of came to was to turn around, throw open the door and run to where I assumed his apartment was. And I was just twisting the handle and pushing against this door when I looked up and looked around and there were a bunch of other doors that looked exactly the same. And I had no idea which door was his door. I couldn't swear to it. And so... I ran straight back into the stairwell and I really, really, really needed to go to the bathroom at this point. And I just thought, well, the first thing, I, before I can think straight, I just have to pee, I have to pee. And I just thought, well, I don't want to pee on anybody's <laughs> floor, on the floor where people live. So I'll go down and pee on the ground floor by the lobby. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but I did. So I ran downstairs completely naked and I leaned in the corner... <laughs> Oh, God. And I think this, I have to say, I think I could safely say is the lowest point of my life so far. I hope I never sink any lower than this. I had one arm on the door trying to keep it shut. So if anybody wanted to come in, they wouldn't be able to. Another on the wall to balance myself. And I was hunkered down. And um, I peed at the bottom of the stairwell. And anyone, any ladies who've been camping can tell you that you have to look for a uh, sloped ground if you want to pee and not to pee all over yourself when you're camping and um obviously that that wasn't the case in the stairwell so i was peeing all over my feet completely naked in the stairwell and i don't talk to god very often but i i did pray <laughs> at that point and was just sobbing 
looking up. I was like a little animal. I was like a little vulnerable animal out in the woods, just looking up the stairwell, saying, please, God, please, please, please. I swear, I swear, I'll be good. I'll never do any cocaine again. Just don't let anybody come down the stairs. Please, 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 please. So I finished peeing, uh, ran back upstairs, and I had actually, funny enough, just spoken to a friend of mine about a time he got locked out of a hotel room naked and he said look the, the one thing you have to remember if anyone if anyone catches you naked you don't want them to catch you standing still so just keep moving keep moving and that was the only thing i could think of so i just i just moved i just went running all over this stairwell in the middle of the night it must have been about three or four in the morning um I had just got my cast off, so my leg was all gimpy and weird. I was limping up and down the stairwell naked. And um, I sat down. I had a good cry. And then I remember just thinking, you have to pull yourself together. You can't be, you cannot be naked in the stairwell when people start getting up and going to work. You have to find a solution. Pull yourself together. So I did. And I thought, well, okay, I'm going to try every single door in this building because one of them has to, one of them has to be his apartment. And maybe it's not the kind of door that locks behind you. Um, on my travels around, though, I had heard a bunch of noise coming from one of the rooms on the sixth floor. So after trying everything I could think of, I finally thought, well, I have to go. I have to knock on the door of this party. And I went up to the door. I pumped myself up. I think I tried about three times before I finally rang the bell. And then I ran back into the stairwell. And um, this, I heard this voice around the corner saying, are we making too much noise? You know, what's going on? And I was like, no, no, no. You're not making too much noise. Could you, um, could you just come over here? Just come around here. And so this really confused looking girl sort of came around the corner and I just had my head outside of the, the stairwell fucked around the door. And, uh, and I sort of said, well, hi, hi, hi. Um, this is really weird. I don't normally do this. Um, but I just, I feel like I, I just um, have to tell you, I am, I'm naked. I'm naked. I'm in the stairwell. I don't know where I came from and I really need <laughs> some clothes. And that's it. And I won't bother you again. And if you really wouldn't mind. And she, bless her heart. Uh, bless her little heart. She just turned around and said, oh, come on in. And she turned around and started walking back into her apartment. And I shouted after her. I was like, oh, could you just, could you just bring me some clothes first? And she said, oh, don't worry, honey. It's just girls and gays. And she just walked into this apartment. And as the door was swinging shut behind her, I took a deep breath and I just ran in after her and dived behind this uh, sofa. <laughs> that was that. There were about, I think, three or four people. It was just a get together. They were all sat on the balcony. I'll never forget this guy's face. He just turned around and looked at me and his jaw dropped open. And um, then I sort of popped up out from behind this sofa and was like, hi, guys hi hi how are you can you just please give me some clothes can you just please she was like oh oh yeah I forgot so she went she threw me a pair of you know tracksuit bottoms and a t-shirt now I have to find out where I came from so I told her she was like well who is this guy and I described him and she was like oh I totally know that dude he lives on the third floor so she takes me downstairs we knock on a bunch of doors nobody answers so finally everybody leaves the party and we have to go to bed so she goes to sleep and uh, I slept on the sofa and she had lent me her Blackberry because I had to get up and go to work. So she lent me her Blackberry. And when it went off in the morning, I had to unlock the phone so that I could switch off the, um, the alarm and I didn't have her password. So I, 
<laughs> I had to go into her room and wake her up. And she sort of turned over in the bed and looked at me like, oh, <laughs> like that totally really happened. And she was like, hey. And I was like, hey, yeah, I'm the naked girl. Thanks so much. Would you mind unlocking your phone? And she did. And she gave it to me. And so I phoned my phone and it rang. And this stranger answered the phone, this voice I didn't recognize. And this guy was like, who are you? Who are you? And I told him my name and he was like, what's your last name? What's your last name? And I told him and then I heard this rustling and he passes the phone over to this guy that I'd been seeing. And this guy was like, where the hell are you? What the hell is going on? And I was like, oh, you'll never believe it. The funniest thing happened. I woke up in the stairwell and he was like, look, whatever. I was like, well, what, what, what apartment number are you? And he told me and uh, we had been looking on the wrong floor. He was on the third floor. So I, you know, said my goodbyes to this lovely lady who <laughs> saved me from the stairwell. And uh, I went down into the elevator and uh, the doors opened on the third floor. And there was um, this gentleman I had been seeing, two policemen and two of my best friends in New York all just stood in front of the elevator and um they were all absolutely furious and it turned out that um this guy had woken up um not long after i had left and couldn't find me all of my clothes were in his apartment and i was nowhere to be found so the only friend of mine that he knew was my friend rochelle so he phoned her and she said well you know you have to call the police she made him look all over his apartment and she also <laughs> did say to him have you looked in your roommate's room <laughs> which I still to this day think was a little bit unfair. I may have not had that many morals back in the day, but I certainly would never have done that. Anyway, so um, all's well that ends well. I was saved. I don't do drugs anymore. I would love to say that that was the last time I did any, um, but it took about a year, probably for me to just get over the shock of waking up naked in a stairwell, but it took me about a year to sort of wind down after that. That is all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.